1: We are recording a second's helpings for Weekly Dish and if I don't say things correctly it's because I've been sipping tequila for a long time. But I'm here at Pajarito with the gang and we're gonna go around the table and we're gonna talk about who we we're gonna talk about some tequila because it's important that everybody understand that it's not just for getting teenagers drunk. In fact, it's really not for that. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to start. I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Steph March. I am the food dining getter at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, and I like tequila. I love tequila sipping. I, the first time I ever really had tequila was in high school, and I was a girl who had a lot of limes and salt on her all the time. <laughs> and actually, I hated beer. So, I drank tequila. I drank Cuervo, almost exclusively, because back in the 80s, you guys, that's all there was. Yeah. Right? All right. So, to
2: my left. Hi, I'm Jackie Croxtale. I'm the market manager on-premise for Minnesota, and the first time I drank tequila... Probably my freshman year in college, I used to wait tables. When I got done, I would get a shot of tequila and a Budweiser every single night with my fellow oh my servers. Yep, right. <laughs> red
0: red white, dynamite. Yep. Right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: my name is CJ Anderson. I'm the bar manager at Pajarito St. Paul. And uh, I also love tequila. Sipping on it every day at home is pretty much what I do. Uh, I would say the first time I had tequila had to be I was 17 years old. And I woke up and... I wasn't in my house I wasn't in a friend's (laughs) house
1: I was in someone else's house so did you know whose house it was?
0: no but I found out later and uh they weren't very happy (laughs) I love it okay uh Tug Nelson chef partner at uh uh I think the first time I ever had tequila probably about the same 16, 17 um I remember getting the spins and actually thoroughly enjoying it, and that was probably <laughs> the last time that ever happened. So. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that was the last time. That was fun. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So.
1: All right.
3: My name's Dan Long. I run the cocktail program at Pajarito. Uh, first time I drank tequila was some terrible Jose Cuervo in a Madison dorm room. It was a fun night and a terrible morning, and (laughs) I did not drink tequila until I started working here again. (laughs) That's pretty uh, good.
4: All right, Chief. My name is Steve Hesse, chef and partner at Pajarito. Uh, The first time I probably drank tequila was in spring break, 94-ish, and I don't remember much after that, to be honest with you. There's a lot of uh, weekly drinking of tequila in Mexico.
1: Yeah.
4: I don't remember. You
1: don't remember much. Tequila
4: poppers were a big one. They yeah. slam it on a board with tequila and sprite and shove it down your face and uh, yeah. uh, I didn't drink tequila oh my God, for poppers, a long time after. Sprite. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Wow. So, no. I, I literally got a uh, salt shaker for my high school like grad party no gift from a lot of people. And like the, <laughs> the whole joke was like no one was gonna tell my mom what it was. You know what I mean? Like she's like, Why is that give you a self-shaker. I'm like, just I don't know. Needs to be I'm like, I now. really like seasoned food. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that was the truth. All right, so tequila obviously is a part of all of our lives in a really weird way, but it's obviously, as sort of the cocktail boom has really grown, and every you know the American palate has really kind of grown with it, and, and we are looking at more sophisticated spirits and more sophisticated ways of drinking them, tequila has come into a place where it is not just a shooting and a party drink. But it's a sipping drink, right? I mean, it's a it's a spirit that is stands on its own for its own merits. Can you tell us a little bit about, like, what tequila is, though? Because some people don't even really understand the difference between, like, what how tequila is made versus,
2: like, how a vodka is made. Tequila is made a lot like whiskeys and bourbons are. We create tequila at our Casa Herodera. I work for Herodera Tequila. And um, we actually rest it in barrels similar to how whiskey is, but not quite as long. For our barrel program here, we actually... Rested um, in Yeho tequila For 11 months In a used um, barrel And then we actually Put it in a second charred oak barrel For another additional month um, Or longer And then that creates This double barrel tequila So But
1: tequila Even coming back Even farther Like okay. it's basically The distillate Of an agave cactus yes, Is that correct? Yep. Okay So we want to say that Because I think people oh, You know if they're like Potatoes, or they're like because it's a grain. We all know whiskey mm-hmm. comes from you know a grain mash, but yeah. this is specifically from. And is it the specific blue, blue agave, blue, blue, yeah. right? Makes tequila agave. versus like mezcal, which is a different yes. pina. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. I think that was the best
4: part when we picked up the first barrels. Yeah. You come in a tequila and you come over this hill. And there wasn't anything around. I'll see you go over the hill, and the fields are covered.
1: And tequila is an area, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. So tequila
1: is technically great. so. This is like a denomination, like a DOC.
0: Five five uh, kind of states are on Jalisco, uh, five regions where you can actually grow it. It has to be blue agave. Uh, when they produce it, it has to be kind of uh, steam roasted as opposed to uh, smoked and roasted, which oh. is what they do with mezcal. Right.
1: They bury that um, stuff. Yep. Yeah.
0: And yeah. then the. Um, as far as fermentation, I think, happens in uh, uh, stainless steel vats.
1: Yeah, I think it's not... Yep. Yeah, yeah, something like so. copper steel or copper steel.
3: Steals. Yep. Steals. Yeah, it was... Yeah, And for people who are new to tequila looking for something to kind of... Uh, update their uh, upgrade their palate and get into better tequila. Always look for a 100% for agave. Okay.
1: There are a
3: lot of tequilas out there that don't use 100% you'll, They just have to do a percentage. Yeah, you yeah. won't know right away. Yeah. But you'll, you'll know in the morning. You'll know in the morning. So it's, oh. uh, <laughs>
1: what do they mix it with? Just grain alcohol or is it
3: uh it depends. Sometimes it's grain alcohol. A lot of time it's um just different kinds of agave. Oh, so different a agave. Lot of different Got, agaves it. Out Got it. Got it. Right. And it's just some uh, Hedidura, uh from what I remember from our trip, actually is one of the few distillery that has their own agave farm. A yeah, lot they 200,000
4: plants, I think they said. 2 million.
3: 2 million, oh two million, two million plants. Two million yeah. plants. Yeah. A lot of and they the harvest every world,
4: seven years, there. Or they so plant every agave. seven years. Yeah,
2: they harvest. So they
4: harvest the field, yeah. and then they plant, and then they come back seven oh, it years it later so
2: them to, grow. to right. get right.
4: those back. So they have two million plants. Oh. And is
1: there. it like you grow, like, it, basically you grow the cactus, and then it, you harvest it completely.
4: Yeah. Like, it takes seven years to grow, and then you get it. They call them babies that come out. Yeah. They like oh, right. grow and then they pick those and plant those back oh, into the soil. okay. So they're so it's always a reproducing cycle. themselves. Yeah, slow yeah. process yeah. to grow one. Yeah, seven, then, I think you said seven years, as yeah, far yeah. I remember. It was
2: seven. And then to be imported in the United States, to pays sixty percent tequila. Okay, so that's what of, I was going to say. Yeah, so a lot of these companies use rum or other fillers, essentially, that aren't one hundred percent agave. So that's why it's really important, like C.J. said, to look for one hundred percent blue agave. Otherwise, you're getting essentially a partial tequila, partial rum. That's all
0: they need to import to the US. Kind of a liqueur. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. going yeah. so, to cause your headaches. That's what's
1: <laughs> going to cause the <laughs> headaches. It's spot. the sugar. I mean, trust me, if you're going to drink enough
4: tequila, it's going to give you headaches. Well, I was anyway. going to say, though,
1: yeah, how much <laughs> How much can we really be truthful about Yeah. It? But okay, so what do you, And and as far as it's the barrel aging, that makes that gives tequila its color, as just like whiskey, right? And flavor, right? Yeah. So, can you tell people a little bit about the difference between like an añejo and a reposado and all that kind of stuff? Do you guys have that nailed? Yeah,
4: yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Jackie will probably be the best one to
0: tell. It's
2: just for us. It's just different aging. Yeah. It's yeah. Amount of time it's in the barrel.
0: Basically. So basically, silver so tequila is, so is something that's young aged yeah. in. Like stainless a blanco steel. or a yep. silver, yeah. blanco, okay? Plata. Yeah. Um, aged in stainless steel. Uh, Reposado goes anywhere from uh, 3 to 12 months. Okay. Uh, so it starts off in stainless and then moves to oak. And then you have a yejo, which goes from 12 to 18 to 24. And there's actually kind of a new extra añejo where it'll go 24 and longer. Okay. It's usually a double yeah. A double exactly. barrel. Yep.
2: And by
1: double barreling, we were saying that you start with a used barrel, and then you move to a fresh, fresh. barrel. Is that what makes the double? For the last month. Yeah. Basically, yeah. going in two
2: different barrels. That's yeah. what a double barrel
1: is. And then, so, you guys, with Herodura, you guys are saying that you use usually Jack Daniels barrels to
2: for the first one? We use barrels that Brown Forman makes, yep. Okay. So typically, yeah. So, it could be a, a couple it could be things, bourbon, but... Bourbon,
1: yeah, interesting. Okay. The now other
4: you... one is the cool one is the Suprema, which is a oh, double, right? Deal.
1: Really? But really? Suprema? It's filtered, it's so, it's filtered so
4: through charcoal. Yeah. yeah. So it turns
3: back. It takes all the color no, that's out of the it. Ultra. That's the oh, is that the Ultra? ultra? The yeah. ultra? Yeah. Sorry, the Ultra. Yeah. Yeah. That one I like yeah, the best. Yeah, you had to do the it Ultra. it's, and
2: it's uh, with a touch of agave nectar. nectar. It's got this kind of like...
3: Yeah, they filter through charcoal, so it looks like it comes out body. like a silver. Oh, but it's still an, it's an age. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's actually vineo, and it's, it's absolutely. A, it's
2: special. actually called a cristalino, and it's actually something that we created the category in. Just like we, Heredera actually created the category many
4: years ago, many, many. First one of the first ones to come up with that. So wow, another interesting fact from Heredera. So yeah, that's an ultra. The
2: Suprema is like Yeah, the, the is is super. The super. That
4: one's good too. Mm-hmm.
1: So talk about what you guys have here because you guys went down and visited the distillery which is called Casa Herdura and we were saying that if you want to have the designation of it being a casa, it's like you have to have a whole bunch of, it's almost like a plantation.
2: Yeah. So people live in within this big wall and you've got to have a school and you've got to have a church and then you've got to have like a doctor and it's some little functioning pasta and the distillery's right in the middle there so you could actually have a house and you could live in
4: the casa. Do you need a PPC for your AC ASAP? Say that five times fast. That's a peak performance check for your air conditioner to make sure it's handling this summer heat. At Aquarius Home Services, we know your AC has been working really hard. It's been a hot summer with more hot days yet to come. For only $29, get a peak performance check and get the most from your A.C. this summer. Stay cool and worry-free with a $29 PPC on your A.C. We're just a click away at AquariusHomeServices.com. It's
3: so all really the people cool. that work on it, actually. Do yeah, they live on
4: the there. property? Yeah. They yeah. live there? It's like, yeah. There's four or five generations of, yeah. of yeah. families that do... Yeah.
1: It's not just a shtick.
4: No, no. no. The coolest part is even coming down is that when we first got there, I didn't realize, like I knew, but I didn't know is that, you know, Humidor is the guy that picks all the agave.
1: Yeah, they harvest it. And harvest it.
4: And we had a couple of those guys, and the guy was a third or fourth generation? Third generation, yeah. His father
0: was actually the guy that had our little party donkey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then his grandfather had actually been like, call it a party donkey." Yeah. <laughs> it was. A,
1: to be clear, it was a donkey with kegs of tequila strapped to its back.
0: Yes. yes. Barrels of yes. tequila. It And good.
1: followed you around, and you basically just tapped it at yep. will. When we yeah. first
4: we got, got there, they gave us a necklace with a shot, with a shot glass. glass on it, a little uh, handmade yeah. clay pot style. Yeah. And anytime you wanted to get something, you walked up to the donkey and give him a pet and then they had the silver it. and they had the well they were different there were two of them <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know that. <laughs> I, I have no idea <laughs> no, i have no, no, no idea tag
1: was unaware <laughs> no tig i tig was just uh, one was
4: the yeah, brown one was the
0: silver i yeah. was not even paying attention brown, I think. that's uh, like, right A pot. yeah it was yeah, a it was clay, clay, clay pot you yeah. can't yeah. see exactly you can't see through that so okay
1: so you guys are doing you went down and you picked out your barrel talk a little bit about that
4: well we all flew down and uh went through the tour of Gordora and, and decided which, you know, we did our tasting of the three barrels they picked out for us. They're all really different. Um, and then we picked the one we wanted. Uh, we, we thought the one that would go good is, you know, be able to sip on it but also be able to mix it with cocktails since we do yep. got cocktails. And we thought it would blend well with all the flavors we want to do here. Um, it, was a, it was a blast, yeah. We it was, it was awesome It was super awesome So did
1: you Did you do this Like where you sampled Little yep, tasters yep. Like they drew From each barrel We drew actually You yeah. drew yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. really They, had the they were all there we, then...
4: we picked the cork out And we had a long, You know the long thief. Um, The
1: thief Yep
4: Yeah <laughs> um, What is it Picked be? the rose Oh. The feet there. Uh, yeah, we did kind of the same setup we did here, just they had it a little bit nicer than us. They've done it a couple of times. I mean it was yeah, cool because
3: we're... we weren't the only group there. Oh. And it was A group from Hawaii and yeah, a group like from LA and a group yeah. from Washington. Washington. Oh wow. They had so each each group had three different barrels. and every single one of those barrels was completely, completely different. different. Yep. And so,
1: did you guys like there, cross? Like, no, like, try we kept everything. with
4: ours mostly. Yeah. They, I think, they just wanted us to keep with ours. But yeah. you know, like I said in the beginning, you know, they're all made the exact same way. They're all distilled. They're all everything's done the same exact way for hundreds of years. And these guys, it's the it's the barrels that yeah. change the flavor. They're all completely different. Some
2: of those barrels sit next to each other in the warehouse, but then they'll taste totally different. Completely yeah, different. So yeah, yeah.
4: and in the warehouse, I mean, there were some that were way more than. 10 years or 10 months old there were some from the 90s early 2000s that were still sitting there and they were like They were about to explode. They looked like like, they were exploding. But they were still sitting there. Like I wanted to try that to see what was up, you know, but I don't even know what they were doing with those, but who cares? It was awesome. Oh
1: my god, right? So what is it that you're looking for in a tequila, you guys? As Pajarito, as where you're sitting on West Seventh, and the way that your menu is set up and the people that are coming in, what do you look for in tequila?
0: I mean I think you know, what we're looking for is, you know, it's kind of something that works twofold, you know, something that you can sit down and have a you know, Little sniffer of and, and sip on and, and enjoy. Uh, be it something that's going to you know be able to kind of stand up to you know uh, use in the cocktail format, um, and also something that I mean, kind of approachable. You yep. know? I yeah. Yeah. Want- it, it's something that you know we want people to you know realize that there's something other than you know cava or than. Uh, uh, you know some of the other tequilas, Patron. Yeah, you know, Patron seems like to that. be the
1: one that I feel like people think is the best. It's kind of the
0: gimmicky ga- like, kind of one. It's,
1: it's the it's, gimmicky yeah. one. I think that it's a safety. The, it's a safety label.
3: It's a
0: gateway. Like
1: people know yeah. that Cuervo it's is a sort of like
0: it is. Well,
1: I mean, I think like Cuervo is your intro.
3: Oh yeah, Cuervo
1: is the scary like cast, and then you kind of go in there. it's like, oh, Patron, and you're like. I feel like that's so 80s now. I think the best part about this
4: compared to like a Patron or something that you go to every single restaurant that has it, it's going to taste exactly the same. Yeah. We're the only one that has ours, and it's the only one that's going to taste like ours. Yeah. That's it. It is,
1: It is, and I think that people have come to expect that kind of thing from whiskey and people's whiskey programs and whatever, but this is just, and it's so funny because it is really so close to the way it's made that why wouldn't this have the same effect?
0: Well, yeah, and I think too is that, you know, I mean, tequila no, I mean within the last couple of years, but especially now, I mean, it's kind of going through like what whiskey did
1: 10, 15 years ago. True, true. You know, I mean,
0: when I was, you know, a younger man, uh, it's, you know, Windsor, CC, things like that. And then it's like, oh, we've got, you know, hundreds of different kinds of whiskeys. And I think tequila is kind of coming into that kind of same thing where, you know, you have something that has been marketed as, as, you know, what tequila should be. And yeah. you're like, yeah, you know, not the case. You know, you've got you've got kind of all these little upstarts or, you know, one of the oldest producers, you know, around uh, that have just kind of been doing their thing for a long time. And they're like, you know.
4: And evolving, too. Like yeah. you said, these guys are, you know, it's the only ones that have started the Nejo And there was the other ones that have started the charcoal distiller, you know. That's to well. get. I mean, yep. they're they're still evolving no matter they're one of the oldest. They're still trying to new ways to kind of make cool mm-hmm. things.
1: yeah. Well, you feel like you kind of have to in order to, like, you know, stay ahead of the beverage game these days, you know what I mean, as that goes. But, so, okay, so do you feel like people are your guests? Like, as they're coming in and they're ordering drinks, do they go immediately to the margarita as, like, and, I mean, clearly the habanero cilantro margarita
4: is very good. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest, when we first put these on the menu, uh, because of the fact that... You know, we brought this barrel in. We thought, okay, we, we want to do more than just sell shots of it, right. you, know, you know, to sip on. You know, with the program we had, I mean, we had, you know, of course, they're a little bit more expensive because it's a double-binged barrel. It's a specific, you know, so it's a little higher with the price on it, but the I mean, we margarita, were the one Pajarito margarita. Were you really? Uh, it's pretty close. To the, uh, to the I
3: app. mean, we bought, it was, it's 240
4: barrel. 240 uh, bottles? 240 yeah. bottles.
2: 240
4: yeah. bottles. We estimated it would probably last us eight to ten months, we yeah. thought. Four months, not even. Three months.
2: Wow.
1: We
4: got one case left, roughly, and we're saving that for, you know, doing the the tasting T-
1: yeah. and mixing yeah. With, yeah. with
4: some cocktail mixing with it, yeah. too. But, yeah, I mean, we ran out. I mean, it's it's selling that good, not only just with the cocktails, but we I mean, were selling, you know, at least a bottle or two a week of people just sipping on it, which,
1: yeah, you know, it's totally good. Yeah, so do you feel like also, like, because obviously you guys are kind of tied in with these guys with Herodura, but, like, do you feel like you want to, like, build an entire wall of tequilas like they do about whiskeys, or is that something that you're not interested in?
0: I don't know. I mean, I, myself, I mean, I don't, I think when you do stuff like that, it kind of, you kind of lose, like, the forest from the trees kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you you step back and you see just this wall of stuff. It's like, you know, where do you start? Um, You know, I think that we kind of try to curate our tequila list to kind of keep it trimmed down a little bit so that, you know, our guys that are selling it know, you know, about each one specifically. And it, it, it's a big enough group of, so, you know, uh, uh you've got a, a variety of selection. Um, but not to the point of where you just kind of feel overwhelmed. At the right. Yeah, I don't so. think we ever really wanted to be, like, that style yeah. of no. bar.
4: Okay. Because we have whiskey, we have vodka, we have gin, right. we have, you, True. Know, you name it. I mean, we're a bar. We're, these guys are really good at their craft, and our cocktails are good. Yeah, we focus on tequila stuff on the menu because we're a Mexican restaurant, but I don't think having 200 bottles of tequila is really – because out of those 200 bottles – 80 of them aren't very good. This is the You know what I mean? Or, yeah. you know, or
0: 80 of them don't get sold. I mean, you'll sell...
4: And you then know, you're maybe... sitting there with, and them, them. Sitting yeah. with them. And then you're sitting them. And we like we, I mean, we sell... Uh, all of our cocktails have El Jimedoro, uh, Jimedor, which is from Gordura. And they mix with what we do. They taste great. You know, it's... They're a, I mean, I'm not a whiskey guy. i mm-hmm. not a tequila guy. I'm a whiskey guy. And I'm starting to grow on... Ever yeah. since our trip, I've been starting mm-hmm. to appreciate... Because tequila to me was... The shit tequila, you know, yeah, the, the stuff yeah. that you drank when you were in high school, like, yeah, that just was and it's, sharp it's,
1: and like weird and yeah. like. And it's just not good. Yeah. But
4: drinking good Tastes tequila. Like red red.
1: And you have to like quickly drink it, and then you have to put salt and lime yeah, in your face. Or like, Fanta, It's like know? what is that? Yeah. Why, like what? Like I'm yeah. suffering through, through this drink.
3: You, yeah. and you and should, and you shouldn't have, have to. Do you shouldn't
1: that. have to.
4: Yeah. And it's just like with whiskeys. I love whiskey, but I I don't like cheap whiskey.
1: Right. And I don't like
4: super expensive whiskey either. I'm kind of that middle of the road kind of guy. You know, I like I like what I like, but. Um, I think it's the same with tequila. There's really good tequila out there that's very friendly forward for people that really don't appreciate or know tequila, like a guy like me. Yeah. And now coming back from the trip, I I love it. Like our old-fashioned we make with tequila, you would never guess in a million years that's tequila-based. Yeah. I mean, ever.
1: But so, okay, so do you feel like that's it? Like, it's just education? Like, you got to go on a trip. Not everyone gets so. to go on a trip, so then it's up to you guys to sort yeah. of be those ambassadors, yeah. right? And yeah. sort of give them that same and I, feeling.
4: I think that's why the trip was so cool, because me, I could care less about it before we left. And now, everybody asks me about tequila, I tell them what I saw there. Because I I saw. Learned, I'm more of a hands-on guy than yeah. just reading out of a book of what tequila is. Like, being there and seeing what it actually took and how it was processed and how it did it and how long it's been there and just the culture that they have it was
0: crazy and I, I appreciated it more you know and I think that uh, you know that that's kind of a way to kind of connect with people with it as well mm-hmm. is that you know you, we had that experience and you know we were able to see how it was produced and where it was made and you know we show pictures to people of people you know here's our party donkey here's, uh <laughs> You know, here's the ovens that they that they roast the agaves in. Here's the, the old hacienda and things like that. I think you know people kind of really appreciate that. I do, you and know? I
1: I think there's more. I mean, there's more like sort of spirits road tripping or you know what I mean, travel Absolutely. around that than yeah. people because that's something you can access. I think what's interesting is like when we talk about food road trips or you know we call it gastro tripping Mm -hmm. and you go and you're like I'm going to go to Paris and eat all the things and of course that's marvelous you can't make that when you get home (laughs) like when you get home you're done you're over it there's no chance but you can bring a bottle home with you absolutely and that's a difference that I think food people have really discovered the spirits world as as sort of like a very specific slice of a place Mm -hmm. that you can absolutely have in your own space
0: exactly you know and I think kind of having that you know I think that's kind of when you talk about like wine and tequila and whiskey and whatever, uh, you know, you're talking about like a specific spot, a specific time, and you know, I think uh, I think people enjoy that. Yeah. You know?
1: I do too. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for chatting. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite? Whis- or what's your favorite uh, tequila cocktail? The old fashioned.
4: The old fashioned for sure. The uh, to Margarita is pretty fantastic too. But yeah, it's in the to Margarita. I'm
1: I'm kind of on board with that. The, what's your favorite? Yeah. Okay. We're all on board. Yeah. Same. Okay. Good. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks.
4: Let's see if you want to try some of the tequila we picked. Do we have any left? of one. Want- oh wait, here's right here. Maybe? One. Nope. Oh. This, is one, yeah.
2: this is a summer to stay connected locally. From the pandemic to protests to the upcoming election, there is so much information to take in. And on Pod MN, you can access hundreds of Minnesota-made podcasts on one app: current events, health information, political talk. Plus, you'll find podcasts about sports, true crime, and more. Pod MN also comes with listener rewards. In July, you can win gift cards to local restaurants, shops, and more just for listening. Download Pod MN on your phone's app store or learn more by visiting PodMN. Minnesota podcasts live here.